This is MSCI Perspectives, your source for weekly research insights as investors respond to the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm your host, Adam Bass, and today is December 17th, 2020. This week, when Perspectives debuted back in March, no one knew how long the pandemic or its effects would last. And as we approach the end of what's been a very long year, it seemed appropriate to take stock and yes, I'm going to say it, gain some perspective on where we were then, how it's changed the industry, as well as some of the insights that continue to help us manage through. To do this, we invited back our first guest, MSCI's Head of Research and Product Development, Peter Zengari. Peter, welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me. So you were actually the first guest that we had on back for our debut episode on March 20th. Huge market crisis. Nobody had their feet under them. Supply chain disruption was a big topic then. Liquidity issues, fear of negative interest rates, even in the U.S., and of course, volatility. So where I'd like to begin, if we could, is your perceptions of how these themes played out, where we stand toward the end of 2020, and of course, the insights that your team has provided along the way. So let's start with the importance of understanding the liquidity profile of portfolios. What did we see there? Sure. So over the past several months, we collectively have observed, you know, various dynamics in the markets, anywhere from, as you noted, bouts of uh, high volatility, where there were concerns about liquidity, to, you know, a continued to see uh, an uptick or rise in equity markets. Overall, given you know what the world is going through, as far as markets are concerned, uh, and overall in terms of how investments are concerned, it's more on the positive side uh, for sure. The markets have seemed somewhat immune to some at times stark economic realities around the world, but there was still some volatility nonetheless. Could you dissect the market performance for us getting down to the factor level? What did, what did we see in terms of the performance of equity factors? Sure. So, um, so first, I would draw a distinction between you know, what we see in the market and then what we see in our equity factors. Um, because you know, our equity factors, with the exception of the market factor, are neutral to the markets, meaning they do not necessarily move in correlation to the markets. But you know, one factor that has really shown some very large bouts of volatility and significant drawdowns um, was the momentum factor, uh, especially in the US. That doesn't really come as much of a surprise, given that the momentum factor is usually one of your more volatile factors. But it did have a very significant uh, drawdown, you know, over this period. And, you know, for those investors who bet on uh, momentum, go long momentum, for example, uh, if they didn't have hedges in place or at least sufficient hedges in place, then that had a negative impact on their overall performance. There were signs of it, I believe, from another conversation we had, even going back to the summer. Is that correct? Yes, I believe so. Over the course of the year, Peter, MSCI actually increased the amount of research it conducted 
as well as how some of that research was released. Let's talk a little bit about that. We have been you know, leveraging or applying different types of technologies to help us develop research faster and to deliver it to market in a much more efficient manner. And these changes, you know, have been gradual for a while, but I would say have really picked up over the past, you know, five years or so. And and that's exciting. Can you give us an example? So for example, seeing the way we in quotes read our research has changed and is changing you know, significantly. We're relying more on machines, more on algorithms to do that rather than larger and larger teams of people. It helps us do more. It helps us produce higher quality research. It helps us to glean insights and it helps us better engage with our clients because what we want to continue to do is when we have an idea and we think an idea could be interesting to our clients, We want to get that research in front of our clients as quickly as possible to solicit feedback and to do it in a way where we're not just putting a paper in front of them. What we do is take a more active view, meaning putting a prototype of a tool in front of them that they can look at and they can interact with to better understand our research and what our research says about potentially their investment process. Certainly advances in what's possible. And that's what excites you, which is very interesting. Has the pandemic sped this process? You met, you mentioned it had been gradual for a while. Yes. The pandemic, for sure, in a crisis, it focuses the mind and it forces you to seek out different ways of achieving your goals. And, you know, in this situation, when the crisis really started to take hold and had an impact towards late March, you know, what we were figuring out internally, you know, within research is, again, how do we become more effective in producing our research and getting it into the hands of our clients and doing it in a way where we and our clients are all working remotely? So that was the challenge, you know, first and foremost. And that's what kind of prompted us to look at or reevaluate different technologies, different methods to achieve those goals in terms of producing research and, again, delivering it to our clients. Again, when you were back on in March, which we both keep referring to, it's like old home week here, uh, you had given some some words of wisdom, uh, especially for those who perhaps this is their first crisis working in the industry, right? Perhaps they were not even uh, employed yet. Maybe they were in school in 2008. You had mentioned a few things that I, I just want to run by you again. You spoke about how no two crises are the same that people need to be practical, work with what they have, not what you wish you did. And finally, the, the simply put, don't panic. As you look back, and then I wanna look forward after this, but as you look back, what's your sense of how well folks heeded your advice? Well, I can tell you at, at MSCI, um, I don't know if it was my advice or not, but you know, the collective team has done an outstanding job. They're staying calm, they're staying focused, Uh, focus on the clients in particular that are working remotely, but working in a way that one would not know whether they're in an office, uh, in a proper office, or working, you know, from their couch in the living room. People operated where, okay, this is a crisis. You know, we've seen it before. We know the drill, so let's get to it. 
But we know that's not the case, you know, for, for many of us, if not all of us. You know, this is a completely new way of operating and operating where you have to react, you know, very quickly, adapt very quickly. And it, it provided us with a great opportunity to help our clients, to share with our clients, you know, how, how we've navigated that transition. And uh, our clients appreciate that. And that brings us right into from look back to look ahead. As we look to 2021, where do you see your team focusing? What are the issues that they're working on to solve for clients? If you look at our research program, it covers everything from equities to fixed income, private assets uh, to ESG, including climate, to portfolio construction, risk management, and so on. So it's a, it's a, a broad area of research. Technology continues to shape the way the industry, and MSCI in particular, is doing research. So when I think about today, I look at our organization, 200 plus colleagues. From our point of view, you know, our mandate is, again, how do we do our best to create highly topical, comprehensive, rigorous research and deliver it to our clients so that they can receive it as quickly as possible so they can then use it. What we will focus on going into 2021 and beyond is improving our product delivery, improving the ways that we get our research into our clients' hands so that they are in the best position to utilize that research to help support investment decisions or any other decisions around investing. And unfortunately, the turn of the calendar on December 31st to January 1 does not mean by any means that we are putting the pandemic or its effects behind us. So I'm going to turn to you again, like we did in March. Any advice as we continue to manage through this crisis? Like, look, for the for, for the most part, you know, let, let's collectively keep doing what we've what we've been doing. Let's continue with that energy, that focus, that innovative mind to think about new ways of creating solutions. Great words to end on. Peter, thank you so much for joining us. Hope you have a wonderful holiday season and we'll see you next year. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's all for this week and for this year. We'll be back in 2021 with new episodes, fresh approaches, and as always, insights to help investors build better portfolios. Our thanks to Peter and all our guests who shared their insights, and to all of you who listened, subscribed, and left comments for us on social media. And before I let even one more episode go by without doing so, I need to give a huge shout out to my co-producer, sound engineer, editor extraordinaire, in short, none of this happens without him, Joe Colavecchio. Thanks, Joe, for making us all sound so good. Until next year, happy holidays, happy new year, and as always, I'm your host, Adam Bass, and this is MSCI Perspectives. Stay safe, everyone.